Welcome to Confessions with Cynthia, where we explore careers, relationships, and lifestyles of Homo sapiens. Hello, I'm your host Cynthia and today's special guest has dabbled in Argentine tango and is qualified in practicing traditional Chinese medicine. Please welcome Alan. Hi Cynthia, it's Alan here, the ex-personal trainer. (laughs) Thank you Alan. Can you tell us a bit about your profession and when you started being a personal trainer? Yeah, sure. So I started back in when I was about 25 and from there at the time I was uh, working as an assistant accountant and I really dreaded my work every day I'd drive in park my car and then sort of contemplate what should I do next because Mm. I was just not enjoying what I was doing Mm. so I decided to sort of review my life and see what I was good at maybe I could change profession and I've always had an affinity and been an active person with Uh, training and staying healthy so I felt Mm. that that was the natural progression. Mm -hmm. Great and were you uh, always training at the gym prior to actually deciding to be a PT? Yeah so basically when I was young I was quite athletic and I always uh, competed with uh, sprinting or Mm. athletics at the Mm. time Mm. So I was always into training or Mm -hmm. training for something. Mm -hmm. Um, After high school Mm -hmm. I guess that was the time when I had the chance to just focus on exercising, not competitively, but mm. just to stay healthy. And yeah, I would say that it has been something that I've done most of my life. Oh, that's great. So you're very familiar with exercise and regime and the industry as well. And were you studying personal training before you decided to delve into that? Uh, not at all, actually. It was mm. just, uh, that was my first uh, health and fitness course. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. How did you find the course when you were doing it? How long were you doing it for? At the time, it was a six-month course and you did it over – I did it part-time because I was still working. Mm-mm. So I just did it through the evening and on the weekends. Mm-hmm. I found it quite enjoyable and everything was quite easy and fun to learn, mm. even though you had to learn about the body and the bones mm. and all the muscles involved. Mm. It was still quite fun. That's great, that's great. And what was your favourite unit in that course? Uh, I think it would probably be one of the training units, Mm. Uh, probably the strength training part and just learning how to train your body properly and and strengthen the different muscle groups. Oh, that's good. You must have learned a lot of different types of your body and where the muscles are placed and all those fancy names that I probably couldn't (laughs) recite for you. (laughs) And how was your first year working in the industry as a professional after you graduated? Yeah, so first year was quite uh, interesting, I'd say. I was, it was a little bit nerve-wracking mm. in the sense where there was no real jobs available. There were more self-employed or mm. contract roles. Mm. So when I first got into the industry, you had to sign up as a contractor and sort of pay rent to the gym and oh. then start that way. So that was my first uh first personal training Mm -hmm. job but also my first uh setting up a business or being self-employed so interesting and did you have like a mentor or a friend that could actually teach you and show you the ropes in the industry or was it all self-taught how did you go yeah so the gym that i was with at the time they provided uh, a mentor type program so the Mm, first year 
uh, a senior personal trainer or head trainer would sort of show you the ropes and teach you along the way as mm. you progress with the with the business. Wonderful. And did you get many clients in the first year when you were self-employed in this particular gym? So it was a a famous or a well-known branded gym. Mm-hmm. So the gym was quite popular and part of the deal was that they will help us find clients. So I did mm. have a fair bit of clients. Great. But uh, also there was a bit of a learning curve to get new ones as well. Mm-hmm. And what was the most popular kind of training program that you offered at the time? Was it once a week, twice a week? What was your package deals? Uh, package deals. So yes, they did promote that a fair bit. Mm. Uh, I'd say for most of my clients, it would probably be a two to three time training sessions per week. Mm-hmm. And I also had offered a a 12-week training program which I could write and they could go away and do it themselves and then come back and review it as well. Wonderful. And did you see lots of good results from your clients when you were training them? Yeah, results came. um, But also there was a lot lot of a learning curve how Mm. to communicate and getting people to Mm. do as what you tell them to do Mm -hmm. outside of training because Mm. even though you train them for two to three hours per week, um, it's it also matters what you do outside, and that was probably a little bit of a, the difficulties I had with uh, managing clients and mm. and setting those expectations. Absolutely. And what did you find was the most effective communication tool that you had with your clients through this learning curve? I think it was the I guess more of the proactive approach where mm. I actually communicated it with them throughout the week and just mm. touch base and. Wonderful. Sort of giving that self-care or that additional care after after the service or after the training session. Oh, that's wonderful. It's really great to hear, actually. Like, the aftercare generally, is, I haven't really heard of much as a personal trainer to do for their clients. It's more like you get the results and you're done, right? That's what I normally see <laughs> at gyms. But it's so good to hear from you about that. You're listening to Confessions with Cynthia. Here with Alan. Do you have any funny stories while you were being a PT trainer at the time? Anything you've seen at the gym that was quite odd, hilarious? Tell us a bit about that. Um, there's always a, a few characters in the gym. And <laughs> I think uh, probably not a very funny story, but there's always someone doing something different to what the gym equipment's used for. I think that, that's always quite yeah. humorous when you see that in the gym. But one memorable story, um, I don't know if it was funny, it's more... Like caution, I guess. Uh, mm. There was this 50-year-old client that I was training uh, and we were outside. It was his first session and he wanted to, like what he told me before I met him, he really wanted to get into training. He was very serious, but he's mm. never trained before and he wanted to, he, he mentioned all these advanced type training methods. Mm, mm. And at the time when I met him at the, for the first session, we, normally what I do is a fitness assessment. So I make sure that is actually healthy enough to train and his physical level, fitness levels is up to standard before we get into it. Yeah, so he doesn't absolutely. hurt himself. Absolutely. Um, but by the time we got there, we didn't even do a physical. We just I put on the heart rate monitor just mm. to get his blood pressure and mm. and uh, just to check out what that was. Mm. But before that, he was sweating. He was oh, nervous. No. Uh, and then when I got the reading, it was very high, like, very like serious where you you can't train so he was unfit to train at that stage unfit to train Mm. he was lightheaded and we haven't even started training oh gosh so what happened next what did you do 
I, I just sort of calmed him down because he's very flustered and he's right. nervous. Right. And then once I've calmed him down, I go, hey, what's going on? You know, we haven't even did anything physical yet. We're just, mm. you know, getting your heart rate. Mm. And he mentioned that, look, I, I, I was very nervous with taking blood mm. pressure because I had a bad experience in the past. Mm. Um, uh, I sort of psyched myself out. Mm. I was very, you know, nervous and it was all in my head. And I go, look. We'll stop the training session right now. Let's just relax. Mm -hmm. Go get yourself checked. Get a clearance from the doctor and then come back to me. And wow. the, next, the next couple of sessions we did, he was fine. Um, and he was one of my um, most dedicated clients. He actually wow, lost a fair bit so of weight. that's so good. Oh, I'm really glad that it actually had a happy ending yeah. towards the end. Because obviously it's very, very scary when you see one of your clients really struggling in terms of like the pre-assessment before doing hot, like full-on training, especially if it's like three to four times a week that you suggested with your plan. And it seems like you've experienced some difficult moments as well. What kind of difficult moments did you experience apart from this that helped you grow as a personal trainer and as well as a person? I think one of the first lessons I learned was to prospecting. Mm -hmm. So what that was is basically uh, the senior personal trainer would go, hey, go talk to all these different people mm -hmm. on the treadmill or any gym equipment and sort of offer your service or at least mm. promote yourself in the gym. And, you know, sometimes when you're when someone's training on the treadmill or something, mm -hmm. they don't want to be disturbed or of course. Uh, yeah. asked, oh, do you want me to train you or you're right. doing something wrong? They just want to train in their <laughs> yeah, own time exactly. and <laughs> do their own thing and then yeah. just, you know, not be bothered. So there was a little bit of a skill and art towards it. And yeah. I think at the start I had a bit of a roadblock because yeah. I was quite shy and nervous and yeah. didn't really want to just approach people at randomly and yeah. and sprick my services. Of course, of course. And so then towards like the middle of your career, did you find yourself thinking this is something you wanted to do long term or were you kind of questioning again and wanting to kind of move on from being a PT? Um, I always enjoyed it. I mm. think there was initially at the start a little bit of that um, hesitation because mm. you had to build up your own your own client base and have that client base financially support your lifestyle. Of course, yeah, absolutely. Um, and over time it did and I quite enjoyed it. Uh, one of the things that sort of deterred me was always the the sort of lifestyle, the hours that you had to work. Yeah. Uh, generally you have to work before and after business hours. Mm -hmm. So you wake up four or five in the morning, you have your first session maybe 5.30, wow. 6 o'clock. You finish about say 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, you do your own training, mm. you have your little break, and then you're back at it around 3.30, 4.30, mm. all the way to about 6, 7 o'clock. Right, right. So your day is a little bit different from everyone else and yeah. you have these big breaks. So that sort of, um, over time, it does burn you out. So, right. Yeah. So you felt like that towards the end as well. You're listening to Confessions with Cynthia. Here with Alan. Did you kind of have a discussion with potentially the gym or a manager or anyone that was on site that kind of looked, helped you manage your clients and be like, hey, I'm thinking about moving on from this. Did you have any incidents or conflicts while having that discussion with people at the gym? or? Um, in terms of conflict, not really. I was mm. pretty friendly. Everyone was mm. quite nice and mm. everyone ran their own business. So as long as we're not you know, stepping on each other's toes right, or trying yeah. to steal each other's uh, clients. <laughs> yeah, We're all pretty friendly and happy and That's we all good. got along. I find that it's uh, it's a little bit different now because I've had experience 
on both sides of the table. Mm-hmm. And I think where, when I first started, I was maybe expecting too much or mm. not knowing what I was expecting. Mm. Uh, looking back at it now, I would say to myself that it's it's your own business. You got to drive it. Right. Yeah. But at the at that time, it was probably my first year into running my own business and mm. being in the fitness industry. Right. So it was a little bit hard. I wish there was a little bit more guidance. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, if you're running your own business, you need to take initiative to learn and grow mm. from whoever it is. Yeah, absolutely. And did you have like a strong emotional connection and ties to that job, especially leading up to the middle of the career that you had and towards the end? Yeah, I think, uh, like I mentioned before, Mm. it was training and fitness as pretty much what I've done my whole Mm. life. And I kind of attached that as my part of my identity. Mm, So mm, mm. training is like there's never a time I don't train unless I'm injured. Um, so yeah, I've always had that kind of identity with training or identify with training. Right. So it's always been part of me. That's why mm. that job or that career was such a good job for me because I was just doing something that I enjoyed. Even in the days that I'm on holidays or I'm not working, mm. I would be potentially at the gym or doing some type of training. Yeah, it sounds like you're really passionate about this career. So then when did you decide to leave the industry? So I decided to leave the industry initially, mm. probably probably around the 2010, mm-hmm. 2011 time, mm. uh, year. And the reason why I was leaving was I was having my first child and mm, I wanted course. to look for maybe something that was more of a serious job where I was in the office right, or yeah. it was like a full-time job where mm. I could just knuckle down and just work towards something. So like you'd say that you wanted more stability for your family and basically having a child at that point was your ultimatum for leaving the industry. Did you actually expect to leave the industry for good at that point or were you kind of dabbling in and out of it just to see if you were serious about this career mm. long term or looking still for a full time? I think I dabbled into it because mm. I, I still needed to transition into something else if I was. So I mm. still kept what I was doing because I had to work between business hours. It gave mm. me the opportunity to focus on setting up a new career through the business hours while I was working. That's good use it. of time. Yeah. Yeah, great. Um, but I did dabble and then I did come back at a later date uh, mm. back into it, but at a, in a different role where I was more into the management side. Okay, perfect. And what would you say were the positive aspects that still resonate with your experience and from your previous career as a PT looking back? Uh, the positives, I think... Uh, Obviously, the training and that lifestyle of mm. um, staying active, uh, being a role model or a leader in the fitness space, mm. and uh, and just keeping that positive attitude and, and always uh, consistently building up a routine and, and having that mentality of staying healthy and, mm. and being positive. Yeah, that's wonderful. And I think that's something that everyone should carry with them regardless of whatever career that is. That's so so good to hear. Also, what would the best piece of advice would you give to someone looking to join the industry today? I would say you'd probably need to learn your sales, mm. marketing and the business side of mm, things because mm. a lot of people come in with just the focus on training and mm. excited to train someone. Of course, yeah. But I think there's a lot of learning in the business, the sales and the marketing side mm. that will complement 
you as a business owner or a self-employed person to build mm. that PT business. Mm-hmm. Because you are the brand itself. Yes, yeah. that's correct. Well said. Well, thank you, Alan, for joining us today and sharing part of your story with us. If you would like to find out more about Alan, you can follow him on his Instagram at Alan underscore Tran underscore online. So this wraps up our episode and I look forward to seeing you in the next one. Bye.